Good evening once again. So our passage uh, this evening is from Leviticus chapter 19, verse 18. Leviticus 19, verse 18. The Bible reads, You shall not take virgins or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people. But you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. So when I joined CABU, so CABU it's a Central Africa Baptist University. So when you join this college, in your first year, there is a class called orientation class. So in this class, they are going to teach you four things. That is wisdom, service, honest, and obedience. They call it uh, CAB core values. So they are expecting you, the rest of the years you are going to spend at CABU, your life to reflect these four core values. And if it happens that your life is not reflecting these four core values, the admin, they are going to call you. Then they are going to sit you down and ask you, what is going on, brother? What is going on, sister? Because we drilled these four core values in your life for six months, and we are expecting you to leave them out in your life, in all your action, your deeds, and your words. So in Leviticus chapter 19, this is uh, the same kind of things the Lord is doing. The Lord summoned Moses. Let's read uh, Leviticus 19 verse 1. And verse 1 and 2. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to all the congregation of the people of Israel and say to them, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord, your God, I am holy. So the Lord is telling Moses to tell the children of Israel that they should be holy because the Lord is holy. And the Lord is giving them instructions of how they should treat one another of how they should worship the Lord, of how they should respect their parents. And the verse we have just read, Leviticus 19, 18, of how they should treat one another. They should treat one another with holiness. So the Lord is saying, be holy. Your life should reflect my holiness in all your conversations, in all your deeds, in how you are worshiping me. So this uh, chapter is about the holiness God is giving the children of Israel. He's telling them to be holy because he is holy. Friends, the life of a Christian, it is not a freestyle life. We don't live what we think. 
We don't live what we dream. We don't live according to our standard. We live according to the standard God has set. And this standard God has set, it is the life of holiness. That is the standard God has set for us to live. We don't come up with the kind of life we want to live as Christian. God has set a standard. That standard is a life of holiness. And my main idea this evening is holiness demands that we obey God's word by loving one another just like we love ourselves. Holiness demands that we obey God's word by loving one another just as we love ourselves. And I have four points. So point number one is coming from Leviticus 19 from 9 to 10. So point number one is we should love our neighbors by showing concern from from verse 9 to 10. Then point number two, we should love our neighbors or our friends by being honesty. That is verses verses 11 to verses 14. Then point number three, we should love our neighbors by being impartial, by showing no favoritism or by not showing partiality. Then point number four, we should love our neighbors by reasoning with them. That is verse 16 to verse 18. So let's start with point one, loving our neighbors by showing concern. Let's read verse 9 and 10, Leviticus 19. The Bible reads, when you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap your field right up to its edge. Neither shall you gather the gleanings after your harvest. And you shall not strip your vineyard bare, neither shall you gather the fallen grapes of your vineyard. You shall leave them for the poor and for the sojourner. I am the Lord your God. So the Lord is teaching them that when you harvest your field, do not go the second time to harvest in that field. And when you find the grains or the, the grapes or the corn has fallen to the ground, as you are vesting, do not pick it. Leave it for the poor, leave it for the sojourners. And again, he's telling them, do not avest or pick the corn that is in the corner of your field. Leave them for the strangers. Leave them for the poor. The Lord is teaching them that you should be concerned for other people. With your possession, with your substances, with your properties, don't just think about yourself. 
Think about others also. Think about the poor. Think about the sojourner. Think about your neighbors. Don't think about yourself alone. That's what the Lord is teaching them. To think of other people. As Christians, as believers, do we think about other people with the possession the Lord has blessed with? With what we have, do we put other people in our budgets? When you are planning your budget, do we, do we include other people in our budget? Or we just think over ourselves or upon ourselves? Our budgets, they are just uh, about us. Do we do that as Christians? The Lord is saying, show concern to other people. One man challenged me. He told me that with a- anything you are receiving, the Lord is, has blessed you with every month. Don't just think about yourself. Set aside a certain amount of money and pray to the Lord to bless someone with that money. Are we doing that, Christians? Oh, everything, it is just about us. Loving others is thinking about others. Even when we are praying, do we pray for others? Or we just pray about ourselves. Our requests, our prayers, they are just about I, I, me, me. Is that how we pray? Do we pray for others? So the Lord is making sure that these Israelites, they are doing it intentionally. Thinking of others with our possession, with what we have, It is not a coincidence. That's when you are going to give. Maybe you just meet a person in a road. Then you feel like giving. No, we need to plan it. It has to be in our budget. Are we doing that as Christians? And if we are not doing that, We are not showing love to our neighbors. We are not showing love to our brothers and to our sisters. Even if we cannot show it, but the Lord knows deep down our hearts. If we are intentional about showing concern to other people. And if we are guilt, all we need is to repent. To ask God for forgiveness. To be showing concern to other people. And point two. We show love to our brothers and sisters and to our neighbors by being honesty. That is verse 11 to verses 14. The Bible reads, you shall not steal. You shall not deal falsely. You shall not lie to one another. You shall not swear by my name falsely. And so profane the name of your God, I am the Lord. You shall not oppress 
your neighbor, nor rob him. The wages of a hired worker shall not remain with you all night until the morning. You shall not curse the deaf or put a stumbling block before the blind. You shall fear your God, I am the Lord. So the Lord is telling the children of Israel, do not steal from one another. Do not lie from one another. If you have a worker, do not keep his salary. Do not keep his money. Do not put a stumbling block before a blind man. Do not curse a deaf. So the Lord what is telling them, because a deaf cannot hear you, do not curse him. Because a blind cannot see you, do not put a stumbling block before him. Are we honest with, with each other, Christian? Are we honest? How honest are we to one another? Do we lie to one another? Do we take things by force? Do we take things through manipulation? Because you want it, then you lie to your friend in order for you to have that thing. The Lord is saying, be honest with one another. Do you gossip your friend because he's not around? Because he cannot hear you, do you kiss your friend? Do you gossip your friend? The Lord is saying, because he's not there, you shall not gossip. You shall not curse. Because he cannot see you. You cannot do a lie before him. Are we honest with one another? If we are not, we are not loving our brothers and sisters. We are not loving each other. Loving your neighbor is to be honest with your friend, with your brother, with your sister. And if we know that we are not honest, we can ask forgiveness from the Lord. The Lord is faithful to forgive because he is the forgiving God. Point number three, we show love to one another by not showing partiality. That is verse 15. You shall do no injustice in court. You shall not be partial to the poor or defer to the great, but in righteousness shall you judge your neighbor. The Lord is saying, be fair with one another. Because he's a poor, I cannot be with him. I cannot befriend him. The way you are treating the poor, that is the same way you should treat the rich. The way you are treating the rich, that's the same way you should treat the poor. Don't show favoritism. The way I talk, to Pastor Josh, that's the same way I should talk with Caleb. 
I shouldn't show any partiality. Sometimes if you are not careful, as Christians, racism can come in. Because it's coming from Asia, I'm coming from Europe. I cannot befriend him. He cannot be my friend. The Lord is saying, don't show partiality. We are one body. We are brothers and sisters. Are we showing partiality in any way? As brothers and sisters. In what ways are we showing partiality? The Lord is saying, the way I love myself, that is the same way I should love my friend. There is no difference. It's not like I love myself more, then I love my brother less. It's not like that. That's not what the Lord is saying. The way I love myself, that's the same way I should love the other friend. Last point, point number four. We should show love to our neighbors by reasoning with them. That is verse, uh, verses 16 to 18. You shall not go around as a slander among your people. You shall not stand up against the life of your neighbor. I am the Lord. You shall not hate your brother in your heart, but you shall reason flankly with your neighbor, lest you incur sin because of him. You shall not take virgins or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people. The Lord is saying, do not bear a grudge. Do not hate your brother. Do not take vengeance. The Lord is teaching them. Do not take vengeance. Do not bear a grudge against your brother. Do not go about destroying the name of your brother or your sister. Rather, reason with him frankly. That's what the Lord is teaching them. If you have a fault with your brother, don't go outside and destroy the name of your brother or your sister. Don't spread it. Go to him. Reason with him. Solve the matter. Talk the matter out. That's what the Lord is saying. Don't go. Don't uh, hold a grudge in your heart. Are we reasoning with one another? Things, they happen in life. We, sometimes we fight. Sometimes we have quarrels within the body of Christ. But what do we do when we fight, when we quarrel? Do we pursue our friends? Do we pursue each other so that we might reason with one another to solve the matter out? The Lord is saying, pursue your brother. Reason with your brother. Don't go with a grudge in your heart. 
Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14 to 15, the Bible is saying, Strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God. That no root of bitterness springs up and cause trouble and by it many become defiled. If we all grudge against each other, If we have bitterness over a certain person, Hebrews is saying, if we keep it, it's going to corrupt us. If go, it's going to defile us. It's more like a cancer. If a cancer is in a person, as long as it is inside him, it will keep on spreading. It will keep on killing that person, eating him. That's the way grudge is. If we hold it in our hearts, it will keep on defouling us, corrupting us. Rather, we should reason with our friends so that we sort out the matter. Do we reason with our friends? If we are not, I'm pleading with you that we ask for forgiveness from the Lord and we start pursuing our friends, so that we might reconcile. And my conclusion, I didn't mention that much about verses 14, the last part of verse 14. Let's read again verse 14. You shall not cast the deaf or put a stumbling block before the blind, but you shall fear the Lord. Your God, I am the Lord. What is the, our motivation or what is our fuel for pursuing, for loving one another? Verse 14 is saying, fear of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. The honor of the Lord. If we are loving our neighbors... Because we want to make a name, because we want to look good, because we want to be known. If it is not coming out of the fear of the Lord, we are wrong. We should pursue love that springs, that comes out of the fear of the Lord, of the glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord, the honor of the Lord should be our fuel for pursuing love towards one another. If it is not, it is a sin because God created us to love him, to live for him, for his glory and for his honor. Are we doing that Christians? Is the fear of the Lord, is the glory of the Lord, is the honor of the Lord our fuel for pursuing love towards one another? And if it is not, I'm pleading with you that we ask God, we mend our lives 
we put our lives straight with God. God is saying we should love one another. And as we are loving one another, we should be honest. As we are loving one another, we should be concerned with each other. As we are loving one another, we should show no partiality. As we are loving one another, we should reason with each other. And that love should be fueled or driven by the glory and by the fear of the Lord. Amen.